You wake up, get ready for work, fix a cup of coffee, or two or three, hop in your car, fight that traffic, drive those commuting miles, and start your busy day. Work all day? Of course. Then drive home. But you stay busy. Weekends too. Day after day. Year after year. How long do you have to keep doing this? When can you retire? Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors, wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. We're so happy to have you here with us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. And Mike is here every single weekend because he is so passionate about helping make sure you understand what you need to know about retirement and retirement planning. And MarketWatch says that nobody suffers more from high inflation than retirees. So right now, our inflation is at 5.4%. We're at a 13-year high. That means it is so important to have a plan to help make our money last. And that's what Mike is going to talk about today. Here's the phone number for you today, 801-210-5500. I give you this number because Mike is offering a chance for you to call in and set up an appointment with him. Again, 801-210-5500. You can call for a complimentary appointment. It can be in person. It can be a Zoom call. It can just be over the phone. And you can also find us online anytime at CapitalWealth.com. And Mike, here we are again talking about retirement planning. Hello to you. Hey, Luann. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right. So we have seen a, a lot higher prices in housing lately. Uh, my niece just bought a home. And, you know, in fact, they've been trying to buy a home all spring like so many other people. And they would always lose out to the next highest bidder, the next size, right? Yeah, Yeah. right. So they finally did get a home, so I'm so happy for them. But I guess the median home price for our homes in the United States jumped 23% over last year. So the median home home price, can you believe this? $363,300. I can't believe that. That is so high. That's more than, yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy high. So what does this tell you about the economy that people are ready to retire in, Mike? Yeah, well, you know, that's a crazy thing. Just wanted to address the uh, the shortage, I guess, of homes. Um, I think that people are, are making changes in, in their lifestyle. We're seeing a lot of people here, obviously, in Utah, um, where they're trying to buy homes. And, you know, I got a bunch of realtor uh, buddies, and they're telling me, they're like, hey, it is crazy because houses are being sold even before they're listed. And not only are they being sold before they're listed, people are paying cash and people are also um, paying over asking price. Yeah. And I said to all my realtor friends, I'm like, well, it's probably awesome for you, right? Like as a realtor, it's like you're making hay while the sun's shining. And they go, well, you would think so, but there's just such a shortage of homes, right? Like people cannot find them. So just kind of like what you're saying about your family member wanting to buy a home and getting outbid. I mean, houses are going even before they get on the market. So I think this kind of this vortex whirlwind kind of hit us hard, right? Like, so I look back before the pandemic and think life was, you know, pretty constant and we had, you know, little ups and downs and stuff like that. But it just seems like everywhere you're looking now, things are different. We got inflation, we got taxes, we got shortage of homes, you got, you know, shortage of workers and just we got this weird storm going yeah, on right now. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So the the thing is, is like as far as people, like you know, 
trying to retire in, I would say it's an unknown. And obviously it's always an unknown, right? Because we can't say, oh yeah, yeah, we've been here before. We've never been here before. Um, that's why it's, I think, way more important than ever to actually have a plan, to have all your ducks in a row and to have confidence as you go into retirement. Right. While we are talking about these these home sales, you know, and, and the market is still pretty hot. Listen to this. My neighbor and uh, my I live in an HOA. OK, we have townhomes. Um, and she decided since the market's hot to sell her home, she's moving in with her daughter up east and then she thinks when prices tend to calm down, everything <laughs> seems to get constant again. She's going to buy down in Florida. Uh-huh. So what do you think about baby boomers doing something like this, making a move uh-huh. while the market is strong? What do you say I'm about s- that? I'm smiling because I'm not a baby boomer, but I tried to talk my wife into doing the same thing. <laughs> Did you? Really? And she's like, uh, no, we got we got three young kids. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're all grounded here in the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But this is kind of before everything got crazy. And it was, well, like with home prices and, and whatnot, but this was kind of during the pandemic. My wife and I actually got a really good deal on a, on a plot of land. And we're like, okay, well, let's just build. But this was before that building prices oh. um, started to skyrocket, Lumber right? So is so expensive now. Yeah. So we kind of actually, we went through the whole process. We had an architect design the home for us. And then, you know, our builder, great guy was like, Hey, we got to lock in prices right now. Um, and he just, it's kind of cool. I didn't know that they buy stuff in advance and lock the prices in, but at that point it was still like expensive. And I'm like, no, 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 that's too expensive. But it then got silly expensive. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of put a hold on that. So, yeah, what would you do if you sold your house? You better have someone to move in um, <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> with, to right? Go, right? Yeah. But, but here's something crazy cool. We have a lot of clients, you know, just being in Utah, um, we got the beautiful mountain ranges here and yeah. people enjoy hiking and, and enjoy being in the woods. I have a bunch of clients, Luann, that I would have not, never even thought about this, but they sold their house. Yeah. And they got a really nice motorhome oh, and they're oh, actually, oh. yeah, they're traveling around and I'm talking about people that are retired yeah. that, you know, that they don't have to go to a job, you know, right, right. nine yeah. to five, Monday through Friday. Uh-huh. And I guess there's this whole movement with these sprinter vans. It's like van life where hmm. you have like this converted van that's like, you know, mobile and, you know, you can just pick up and be in a different place all the time. And these clients of mine, they absolutely love it. They're like, we're seeing all the things that we wanted to see. We have a goal to hit all the national parks that we've wanted to hit and they're loving it. So I I don't know, like, but going back to your original question about making a rush decision on something big. Well, I mean, it's a big decision for a reason. So I don't think you ever want to rush it. That's never a good thing to rush a a major decision. Right. Never rush anything. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, All right. So. When we talk about things like inflation, you know, well, obviously we know that's going to impact interest rates as well. So Mm -hmm. should we be planning for any changes in interest rates soon? What are you hearing? Yeah. So what I'm hearing is, you know, if, well, and here's what happens when inflation gets too high, what the Fed does is they'll raise interest rates in order to spur economic activities such as lending or spending. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, that's great because interest rates are going to go up. So Mm -hmm. I could go ahead and get a CD again, you know, and instead of getting... 0.5%, (laughs) I might get 1.5%. I I don't know. I'm just kidding. And by the way, Luann, remember when CDs were paying like 13, 14%? Yeah. And then then people scoffed at it and they're like, oh, oh, 13, 14% for a CD. (laughs) I know that we'd all kill for that now, but here's kind of the problem. 
everything has an opposite reaction in retirement planning. So when interest rates go up, you might get excited and go, cool, we can get uh, CDs and get a good interest rate again. But here's the problem. Things like bonds, which people rely on for security and safety um, in retirement and, and income, they have an inverse relationship. So when interest rates rise, price of bonds fall. Mm -hmm. So the reason why your bonds are doing right now, if you have some, is because interest rates are so low. And, you know, all of these things, they have an effect on other aspects of your retirement life. You know, we're hearing about inflation right now is around 5.4%, which is well above the 2% level that the Fed's looking for. And what I'm seeing right now is Jerome Powell says the Fed wants to see inflation stay above 2% for some time before he will raise interest rates. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't know, but I guess the only thing that's constant is change and uh, <laughs> we got to plan for the change. And, you know, a lot of times people come in and say, how do I plan for the change? Well, we have on our website what's called the Checklist Challenge. You can go and download it. It's a three-page guide. You can walk through all the simple um, questions that we're asking on there and, and give you kind of a, a pulse, help you understand where you stand, you know, going into retirement or if you're already in retirement, go and check that out. All you have to do is download it at retireutah.com. And when you go and download that, you'll have it in your hands today. It's a really simple guide, three pages. I think you're going to like it a lot. Anyone that's listening, go check it out. Yeah. When you listen to our show, Mike gives you a lot of resources that you can get from listening. And we do thank you so much for listening to our show. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. So, all right, we're talking right now about inflation. And they are saying now, this is kind of interesting to me, Mike, that this inflation, this spike in inflation could lead to a significant boost in Social Security. So mm -hmm. here, here's what I have, and then I want, I want to hear your thoughts on this. The Senior Citizens League, they are an advocacy group, and uh, they're projecting that based on last year's price hikes, Social Security benefits could increase by 6.1% next year. So that would be the biggest increase in Social Security since 1983, Mike. What are your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? I mean, that is a huge increase. Um, and, and kind of what scares me a little bit when I, I think, oh, well, that's really good because then it's more income and, and people are keeping up with the, uh, you know, um, inflation if that, that goes up. But here's what scares me is that that Social Security program is already uh, wobbly and there's problems with it. So when the government says, hey, we're going to spend or put more money into the program um, where people are receiving more in Social Security benefits, uh, we got to really take a good hard look at how to fix this, the social security issue. This is a big concern for a lot of retirees. Is that social security program going to be around? Um, will I be able to get the most amount of money that I was hoping for? So we got to plan on that. All right. Well, then let's talk about the way social security planning fits into your overall retirement income strategy. Could you share that with us? I would love to. At Capital Wealth Advisors, we have that True Path Retirement Plan uh, that's a proprietary process. And I talk about this all the time. And the reason why this is so important is it's, a, it's really, I believe, a safer way to navigate retirement. The plan itself is something why we call it the true path is because sometimes, you know, when you think about an airplane, you think that my airplane is going from point A to point B in a straight line. And that's not the case. I mean, you have the pilots that are learning about like weather patterns and maybe how to go to a different altitude so you don't have uh, extreme turbulence or something like that. And, and the point is, is they're really making corrections all along the way while you're sitting in your seat thinking that the plane's going from point A to point B. 
And that's what the True Path Retirement Plan that we have is all about. It's making these course corrections where it's adjusting things like uh, inflation or taxes, or what if you or your spouse needs long-term care? There's all of these unknowns in retirement, and you got to be able to make tweaks along the way to make sure that you're on the true and, and straight path to have a great retirement plan. And we get a lot of people that will ask us questions about social security. And to me, that's no surprise because, you know, growing up, we're not taught this kind of stuff in school. And, you know, even if you walk down to the social security office and you said, Hey, I have some questions on how to actually apply for social security so I could get the most amount of benefits or, Hey, what, what do I need to do for X, Y, Z? Uh, they can't answer it. By law, the Social Security Administration is not allowed to tell you the best way to claim your benefits. So because we are all about education, because we want to help people have the best retirement possible, we create these white papers, if, if you will, and they're really easy to follow guides. And that Social Security guide is awesome. Here's what I'd love for you to do. Um, for those of you who are listening to the show right now, jump on the website at retireutah.com and go and download that 16-page social security guide. And here's what you can expect when you get that guide. Um, no one's going to call you or spam you or harass you. This is just a complimentary uh, educational guide that we've created to help you understand how the program works so you have more of a foundation to make better choices. And we still have a lot more to cover today, so don't go away. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. When should you start taking social security? Mike Stevens can help you get the most out of your Social Security benefits. Go to RetireUtah.com to download his Social Security report. That's RetireUtah.com. If you could leave tens or possibly hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table, would you? That's the risk you take when you don't plan for Social Security. But with more than 2,700 Social Security rules and dozens of ways to file, it's a little complicated. So how confident are you that you'll get the most out of your Social Security benefits? Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors can show you your options and help you determine the filing strategy best for you. Call them today at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Get the social security benefit you've earned. This one decision could mean tens of thousands of dollars more for you in retirement. 801-210-5500. Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. Call now. 801-210-5500 firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Get the most out of your Social Security benefits by downloading Mike Stevens' free Social Security report now at retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Hi, we're so glad you joined us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. You know, in the past, we've talked about how 10,000 baby boomers are retiring every single day. Well, Mike, back in 2020, so we're talking, well, you know, a year ago, (laughs) a year and a half ago, (laughs) that number now has changed, though, to 20,000 retirees every single day. They say by 2030, all the baby boomers are going to be 65. Okay, so... 
That means baby boomers up to bat for retirement and Generation X is on deck. And that's you, right? You're Gen that's X. That's me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm stretching my, my quads and I'm, I'm <laughs> getting, getting loose and limber. I'm on deck here. You're on deck. All right. Yep. We're going to get to the Gen X in a minute here, but I do want to focus on this 20,000 baby boomers turning 65 each and every day. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the 2020 pandemic, the numbers picked up even more because we know people were forced to retire for whatever reason, right? So yep. when you have that many people leaving the workforce, what could that potential impact be on the economy, Mike? Um, well, uh, several things, but let's just talk about Social Security for a quick moment and how the program works is that the program is dependent upon workers paying into the system and previously, um, you know, even before baby boomers started retiring, there is so many workers paying into this program. Um, and then there is lesser and lesser people taking out. And then the baby boomer generation, that that was one of the, the greatest, you know, generation. I mean, you're going to agree, Luann, because you're a baby boomer, right? <laughs> but that's that's. That's not what I'm what I'm saying. It was the greatest number in size of of people leaving the workforce. So what that did is it kind of threw a wrench into the gear wheels there Mm. where there's less people putting money into the program. And now because of the pandemic and people being forced to retire or people saying, hey, you know what? I've gotten comfortable being at home every day. I like spending time with my family. I don't want to go back to work. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take an earlier retirement. What's going on is now there's even less and less people putting money into the social security machine, which means that it makes the machine have more and more stress on it to be able to pay out in, in uh, benefits. So that's like one aspect of, you know, the effect that it's going to have. And that's just one simple uh, example about people leaving the workforce and how it can affect the economy. That makes me think of a of a well-greased engine or a not so well-greased engine, right? Yep. That, yep. that is that's a great definition there. I, I think about like, you know, when you think about like the nutty professor movies or something yeah. like that and the machine's got like steam coming out like and it's <laughs> yes. like shaking and you're thinking like there's yeah. going to be an explosion yeah. going to happen yep that's, <laughs> that's what i happening. think about social yeah. security <laughs> i think you're so right yeah all right so if you are a part of generation x if you are around mike's age <laughs> yep. it's tempting to tune out thinking about retirement because you think eh, it doesn't apply to me yet right mm-hmm. but it's going to be your turn before you know it believe me mm-hmm. that, that was me you know retirement was way far ahead and we were barely saving anything each month it's just embarrassing but what would you want to say to the the gen xers now uh the the top ages are in their mid-50s right now what do they need to be doing to make the most out of these next 10 to 15 years mike i think that's what you just said is so key is that it's gonna be here before you know it. You know, we have um, younger kids. I got started with with my family a little bit later in life, but my my oldest right now is eight years old. And I cannot believe, mm-hmm. Luann, how fast time has gone. Like I legitimately look backwards and I'm like, wow. oh my gosh, I only have X amount of years with these little guys before yes. they move on. I don't know what it is. Like, why Why does life speed up the older you get? Because I, I remember being a kid <laughs> and, and I remember summer vacations uh, and it felt like it was half the year, right? Yes. And I look at my kid's summer vacation. I'm like, didn't you just start that? Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, I would just say, you know, it's going to be here before you know it. And there's that um, old adage that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago and the second best time is now. 
And Luann, don't feel embarrassed just about, you know, how much you're putting in. And and the thing is too, is I get to see people financially naked all the time. So <laughs> what that means is that people come into the office and and they go, I don't know if I have done a good enough job because they're trying to compare themselves to other people, but they don't know what other people have done. So we we get to see people and we get to see what they've done. And I, I, I know that you've done a great job, so don't be too hard on yourself. But here's what I want to say to people that are listening that are thinking, you know what, how do I have a great retirement? The time is now to start. And even if it's just a smaller amount and you need to increase the time or the amount over time, you could do that. So the whole thing is, is that there's the power of compounding interest. And as you're putting money into your account, it's growing. You're going to look back one day, 10, 15 years from now, and you're going to say, gosh, I'm so glad that I started that. And, and you know, that we talked about it on a previous show with Benjamin Franklin, a penny yeah. saved is a penny earned. Uh-huh. That, it, it's true. So the one last thing that I would just say to people, Gen Xers, um, is that we look at, and I think this even more applies probably to millennials, and I know my listeners who are not millennials are going to agree with this, is we got a younger generation of people that they want exactly what their parents have, but it took their parents years and years and years to get to that point. So you want to make sure that you're saving and you're looking at what is truly a need versus what is a want. Gosh, that's great. Very, yeah. very good. That's yep. such good advice. It is. So <laughs> do you think, Mike, that Gen Xers could even count on Social Security? I hope so, because I've been planning on, <laughs> I've been paying into the program. I've been planning on it. Well, no, that worries me. You, you fall, mm-hmm. everybody's been paying into the program. Yeah. Well, what's it going to so be that, like for you? Well, so that's an entitlement program. And I honestly think there is going to be a, just a, oh my gosh, here's the thing. I, I It's, it's going to be around. I think it's going to be around in a different form than maybe what we're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. And here's my thoughts on it. And I, I don't have any crystal ball, but you know, I, I'm 42 years old and I have clients who, um, you know, they're 58 years old right now. And we both have the exact same full retirement age. So my full retirement age on social security is 67 and so is theirs. And if you think about it, that's not really fair to them it, that, that my full retirement age is exactly the same. So one of the things um, that I think that's going to happen for Gen Xers is that our full retirement age is going to get pushed back. So maybe that's going to go to 70 or 72. And I also think that's fair because people are living longer and longer these days. You know, there's things that, you know, I've shared this example before and not getting political, but I'll use an example. Luann, if you are um, running against me and I'm the current elected official and you say, Hey, you know, that guy, Mike, he's not fixing your social security program, mm-hmm. but I'm going to fix it. Whether you do or not, all politicians really care about is getting reelected. Yeah. So whether you do fix it or not, you're going to win in a landslide. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, because politicians want to get reelected, they're going to say, Hey, I'll fix the program. That person's not and uh, anyways, the program, I, I feel, is going to get adjusted okay. and it will be there, but it might not look exactly the same. What do you think about people who say, oh, I'm too young to start thinking about retirement planning now? Can you really be uh, too young? Uh, no way. And even with my little kids, I'm teaching them, you know, just about like my little guy, especially he just I, he was over at grandma's house on, on Saturday and he's pulling weeds. <laughs> and my grandma's uh, excuse me, his grandma, my mom is paying him. And he was just stoked to get $10. And I, uh, I was just saying, hey, buddy, let me, let me tell you something about this. Is we want to make sure that you're taking that $10 
and putting it in a little piggy bank. Oh, wow. And that little piggy bank doesn't mean you can never touch the money. But again, going back to the needs versus wants, if I just said, all right, cool, let's take this $10, let's go to the store and blow it all on candy. <laughs> Prob- probably at the moment, he would feel pretty good and be pretty happy. Um, but come time when the new video game comes out, one of the things that we do in our house is I make a deal with my kids. I say, if you want something, you pay for half of it and I'll pay for the other half. So it's teaching them to save for it. And and that's the whole thing is that, can you be too young to start retirement planning? No way. If you want a great retirement, start early and, and start having a mindset. And by the way, for anyone that's listening, teach your kids, teach your grandkids, just, you know, just pass along what you've learned in your life and say, gosh, I wish I would have started a little bit earlier in life and I don't have to put a ton of money in, but just get started and just start doing. And then you'll look back one day and be so glad that you did. So Mike, let's give out your information. You're giving us such good advice here on the air, but you can also talk to people in person. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone that wants to call into the office, um, if anyone ever has questions about retirement, we're here for you. This is what we specialize in. We love to talk retirement and we're all about relationships at Capital Wealth Advisors. We're not about transactions. So when someone calls in and they got questions and they want to sit down and meet with myself or with an advisor, the hard and fast rule is that we do not do any kind of business on the first appointment. It's all about you. All you have to do, it's just super easy. Pick up the phone and call us. 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. And you can call Mike for a second opinion. Maybe you just need a second opinion on some things. He would love to help you and give you some good advice. And maybe just maybe he could add some value to your retirement. Give him a call. Go meet this guy in person that you hear on the air every week. You're listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. And we're talking about baby boomers are up to bat. Gen X, they're kind of on deck as far as retirement. So Gen Xers, uh, a lot of them are in their 50s now. So retirement is so close. What are some things they need to be thinking about? Yeah, we have to be thinking about it right now. Like you said, we're up on deck. Um, I really feel like saving should be the number one priority, but it's starting to formulate these ideas of how your retirement income puzzle, um, how that might come together. So, you know, there are things like online calculators. You can check your social security estimator. That's really easy. Just go to ssa.gov, create a free account, and it'll show you, you know, just what your estimated benefits are for that. And then I say save even more. You know, sometimes it's, it's hard for people to, not want to spend, especially when they see the shiny, flashy new object that just came out. Um, but the thing is, is that you're going to appreciate that you saved and have the retirement that you've always planned for. The whole thing about life too, Luann, is you have to balance life. You can't just say, I'm going to save and never spend anything. And you can't say, I'm just going to spend, spend, spend and never save anything. So you definitely want to have a healthy balance. You know, also with your retirement plans, once you turn 50, you can take advantage of catch-up contributions to help you save even more. Uh, For those 401k accounts, you can save $6,000 extra per year. For the IRAs, you can add another $1,000 to that. And really, here's what I would say. Meet with a specialist that focuses on retirement planning. At Capital Wealth Advisors, that's all we do. You know, we have a great um, white paper on our website that says, will your money last as long as you do? It's an eight-page guide. It's complimentary. We won't spam you or sell your information. We just want to get this in your hands to help you start thinking about retirement. Go to our website at retireutah.com. 
and go ahead and download that complimentary guide. I really think you're going to enjoy it quite a bit. Gen Xers aren't retiring in droves just yet, but they are worried about how ready they will be for retirement. So what should they be thinking about before they get in the game? Mike will tell us coming up next. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors. We'll be right back. Check out RetireUtah.com for more great content to help you answer your most pressing questions about retirement. That's RetireUtah.com. Catch the latest content from Mike Stevens by downloading and subscribing to Retire Utah Radio on Apple Podcasts. You can listen anytime, anywhere through iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. Hey, thanks for listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. And Mike believes in relationships, not transactions. He works with both husband and wife, even individuals, and he walks them through their process. And they call that process the True Path Retirement Plan. And this is a plan to help you map out your retirement. And he wants to help you have a remarkable retirement. All right. So we're talking about Gen Xers and the fact that they're on deck for retirement while baby boomers are literally up to bat. So Gen Xers aren't really retiring in droves yet. It's a little too early, but I think they're, they're worried about, you know, how ready they're going to be for retirement. So people who are in that generation are in their 40s and their 50s, Mike. That that includes you. You're Gen X. Uh-huh. Yep, I am. So for these people who still have more than 10 years in retirement, what would you say their priorities need to be in terms of saving? Yeah, so we don't really talk a whole lot about Gen Xers on this show um, just because, you know, that's people that have 10 to 15 years before they get into retirement. But I don't ever think that it's too early to begin thinking about your retirement At Capital Wealth Advisors, we work with all different types of people, different age ranges, et cetera. You know, our core specialty is retirement, and that's, you know, helping people who are right right there at bat or people that are playing the game of retirement. Um, You know, Gen Xers, we've talked about, those are people in their 40s and 50s. Um, Their priority of saving should be, hey, it's going to happen before you know it. Start putting some money in now doesn't mean that you have to alter your lifestyle in a radical, dramatic way. But just realize, just like if you think back to your kids, how fast they grew up, retirement's right around the corner and it'll be here before you know it. And like you said, that whole compounding of income, uh, you know, as you save your money and you uh, and you gain interest over the years, it's like a big snowball, right? So the earlier yeah. you, you build that snowball, um, yep. the bigger it's going to get for you. Yep. Yep. They say that uh, compounding interest is the eighth wonder of the world. And it's true. <laughs> you know, interest can either work for you or against you. Uh-huh. And that with that goes with saying too, right, is, you know, you could either be saving money and investing in yourself or you could be spending money. And, you know, hopefully, you know, for anyone that's listening, you're spending money responsibly and you have the money to spend. We see in America a lot of times because credit is so easy that you just swipe that piece of plastic mm-hmm. and then people get into debt and then interest isn't helping them. It's hurting them. Right. Oh, God, that's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So there are Gen Xers today and even baby boomers, of course, who are part of that sandwich generation. That's where, you know, you're taking care of your your older parents and then yep. your children at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if someone has those responsibilities, tell us how that can can impact your own well-being in the future. Uh, you know, a lot of times we have our baby boomer clients that are sitting in an office and anyone Gen X who's listening to this as well, um, you know, you can take note to concerns that other people 
who are in that sandwich spot where they're, you know, still raising the kids and they've been helping out, you know, their elderly parents. Here's what I hear time and time again. I don't ever want to be in a position where I have to be a financial burden on my children. And, you know, bless someone's heart. I know that people have the best intentions. They don't want to put anyone in that kind of position whatsoever. But it's important to just say, hey, it, you know, we're at, we're all going to age at one point. We need to have a plan um, that we can actually be self-sufficient, that if we need help to take care of us, the older that we get, because that that's life and there's nothing wrong. There's no shame in that, but that we've actually prepared for that. So we want to start thinking about things like long-term care planning. That's really important, Luann. Right. And then that was what I was going to ask you is when do we need to start thinking about long-term care? Well, most people don't start thinking about it until it's an actual problem. Um, so for those of you who are listening, you're my smart listeners. We're going to get you started <laughs> thinking about that way before um, anything like that happens. And, and the reality is, is maybe you don't need long-term care at any point in your life. But Genworth is the largest long-term care company, and they do these studies all the time. And they talk about the cost of long-term care, and it's kind of it's scary expensive, Luann. I don't know if you've ever seen those numbers. Well, we but we have. My husband and I were looking into it because, you know, we're 61 yep. and 62, and they say we're supposed to do that at age 60. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, gets, it gets super expensive. And the problem is, is people are living longer and longer. So what we're seeing different is that when people um, possibly, if they need long-term care, and they're living longer, then that means that it's draining the retirement accounts faster and faster. And you want to make sure that you have enough money so that you're not a burden to kids or, or to grandkids that you can take care of yourself. So, you know, when is it an ideal time to start thinking about plans for long-term care? I would actually tell my listeners this. There are actually investment vehicles that have supplementary benefits at no extra cost. And you might be saying, what is he talking about? So just like your your phones have evolved over the years, remember 10, 15 years ago, we all had those clamshell, you know, mobile phones <laughs> yes. and they were like, you had to pull the antenna out and oh it was on gosh, that kind yes. of, remember those fun, you kind of just bit on that little antenna and stuff like that. And yes. Anyway, so now that, I mean, phones have evolved over the past 10, 15 years. My iPhone, it's like a rocket. It, I mean, I'm watching <laughs> movies on it. Yeah. I'm checking out the weather, you know, in different places around the world. A lot of financial products have evolved just like the cell phones have evolved. Things just get better and better and better over time. There are a lot of different investment options where you can add things like a rider onto something. And typically, riders cost money, but there are great companies that say, hey, we're going to include this rider on at no extra cost. So here's the deal. When you're doing the retirement planning, you don't buy products. You do the, That's backwards. That's putting the cart before the horse. You do the plan and then you say, what products would we need to put into the plan? And that's the best way to save money. That's the best way to not purchase something on accident that, and pay for something that you really didn't need. You want to get started on that planning right now. It's a really important thing to do. Call our office, chat with our friendly staff. We'll get you on the calendar uh, for a complimentary visit. All you have to do is call 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. And I promise the experience that you're going to have, you'll walk away and say, why didn't I do that sooner? And I want to guide you also to his website, CapitalWealth.com. And at Capital Wealth Advisors, Mike and his team are all about relationships. They're not about products. You know, he just said it. You know, you got to have a plan first. Then you figure out what tools you need to use for that. And they are advisors who are committed to success. And they want to help you take these complex things that we talk about and turn it into simple. 
We thank you so much for listening. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. Mike, is there a way to know if we have saved enough to cover all of these anticipated expenses in retirement? I don't know if we'll ever know with 100% assurity, but we can get pretty darn close. Kind of like sitting on an airplane and it's going to Maui and we're really excited and it's warm weather and, you know, the pilot comes over the intercom and says, hey, everybody, we're excited to take you to to Maui, but, you know, this plane's got a 42% probability of success of making it to our destination. I don't know about you, Luann. I'm getting off the plane and hopefully other people are following me. Yep. But, you know, I say that jokingly, but I mean, there's never a 100% guarantee, but I, I'm pretty confident that, you know, whether it's Delta or United or American, that they got a pretty high probability of, of success of making it to the destination. So while we'll never know if we've saved enough, you know, because life throws those curveballs mm-hmm. at us, what we can do is we can actually have a plan and we can have contingencies built into the plan. And that's why our true path retirement plan is so awesome because it's making those course corrections. It's constantly monitoring and maintaining just to make sure that as the events happen in life, that we're not going to get caught off guard. You know, Warren Buffett has a really awesome quote. He says, when the financial tide goes out, you see who's swimming naked, right? (laughs) So a lot of us for the past 12, you know, 13 years, we've been really comfortable because we haven't had a big market correction. But when that market correction comes, that financial tide, you know, you don't want to be caught, caught off guard swimming naked or anything like that. So you want to start preparing for, you know, the contingencies and the what ifs uh, right now. If you're already in retirement and you're listening to the show, give us a call for a second opinion. We would love to help you out with that. Yeah. Second opinion. When would be a good time to get a second opinion on on everything we've done to right, prepare for retirement? Right, right now. Right now is a good time for a second opinion. All you have to do is call our office, 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. And here's what happens with the second opinion. We are, um, you know, so committed to helping people have a great retirement, but you know, Luann, you're always saying it and you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. We are all about relationships and not transactions. And what we've learned is that there's great people that whether they're a do-it-yourselfer or that they have their own, um, excuse me, they have an advisor, we do not break up healthy relationships. We believe in, hey, let's give you some good advice, point you on the right direction. And if things in life change that you want to come back and work with us, or maybe you want to refer a friend to us, we're okay with that too. But I think the important thing is to have a second opinion, a second set of eyes, just to make sure that you're doing retirement right, because there are no do-overs. Hey, real quick, Mike, tell us what we can expect when we come in to visit you. What's that visit like? Good question. Um, You know, we were doing Zoom before Zoom was cool, you know, because of the (laughs) pandemic. So um, folks, you have options. We could do a a phone call, right? We could do a Zoom meeting. Um, You know, you could be in the comfort of your house. Or we could have you come in and sit down um, face-to-face with us in office. But here's exactly what you can expect. The very first thing is leave your purses and checkbooks at home. Because when we visit with people, it's complimentary. We're not going to charge you uh, to come in and visit with us. And what you can expect is that we're going to ask a bunch of questions. Now, we're not going to ask hard questions. We're going to ask questions that matter to you. We're going to find out what keeps you up financially at, uh, at nighttime. You know, we're going to find out about your goals and your dreams. We're going to see if there's things that we could suggest to help give you that retirement that you're looking for. 
And what we've experienced is that people, um, the walk out of the office feeling really good. And I'll always ask the question, I'll say, was this meeting good for you? That's kind of something I like to do. And people always say, yeah, the, I wish that I would have done this sooner. Um, at the end of the first visit, we'll just have a realistic conversation and we'll say, hey, would we, you know, would it be a benefit to you to have another meeting? Or, you know, was this good and, and helpful for you? We're okay with that. If we don't have another meeting with someone, what we find is when you do good by people, it always comes back on you. So there's been times, Luann, that we've had people um, that we, we, we're not even uh, working with them. They're not our clients, but these people are referring their friends and family to us, which is a cool uh, experience. And it's really, I think, a compliment for how much we care about people. So if that's you and you're thinking, hey, I want a second opinion, or I just want to come in and chat. I don't have anyone helping me out. Give us a call. 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens, and we're not done yet. We'll be right back with the rest of our show. Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. If you owed almost $28 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $28 trillion. And right now, taxes are at a historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are low or later when rates are much higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors know what to look for. Mike can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 801-210-5500 to set up a visit with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Check out retireutah.com for more great content to help you answer your most pressing questions about retirement. That's retireutah.com. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. And at Capital Wealth Advisors, they focus on retirement. And they can help you design a customized plan of action for all your years you may spend in retirement. They want you to have a remarkable retirement. In a global economy, you might be surprised at the things that can have a potential impact on our finances. Believe it or not, Mike, even the Olympic Games have impacts on economies and markets. Um, I just find this very, very interesting. There's some major financial planning lessons we can actually learn from the countries who have hosted the games. So we're going to get into that right now. Okay. Yep. All right. First of all, I want to know, what are your favorite sports of the Olympics, both summer and winter? (laughs) So I actually, um, I was blessed uh, to go to the 1988 Winter Olympics in Calgary um, when I was a kid. And it it was pretty cool. I got to hang out with the, I think, Australian bobsled team, I think. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, and they're they're just like the funnest group of guys. Um, maybe you guys saw that movie Cool Runnings, if you yeah. remember with John Candy. Um, that was filmed <laughs> in Calgary at that uh, that Olympic uh, venue. Oh wow! Here, here's a crazy thing about the Olympics, and I I doubt that the uh, Olympians of the past would have ever maybe appreciated this, but I think it's really cool. 
Summer Olympics, we have things like BMX racing. Okay. I, I mean, they added, they added skateboarding yep. to the Summer Olympics and you have things like mountain biking and stuff. The Olympics are changing over time. And, you know, that's the thing about life is it changes. So, but uh, maybe the millennials will have like a, a video games competition <laughs> in their Olympics or something. But I bet they I, will. I, I think the cool thing about the Olympics is it kind of like, you know, everyone's cheering for their own country and uh, there's excitement and it's kind of a cool way to positively bring people together. Right. I totally agree. I, I'm with you. That skateboarding, was that brand new? Yeah. And the, and the crazy Olympics. thing is, is I, I don't feel like the announcers really understood how to announce all the tricks that happened. Maybe what they could have done is like brought in some people from the X Games that, that you know, that was their their thing and they could, you know, become um, broadcasters or announcers for for the Olympics. But, exactly. you know, it's a, it, it's a new thing and uh, they'll work the kinks out. But that was that's kind of neat to see. I, yeah. I like that. I think so, too. And then also in the Winter Olympics, I love what is that one where. They like lay down. Is it a bobsled? They lay down. Oh, the luge. Yes. Or, yeah. Oh. Or, the, or the skeleton. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yes. Skeleton is where you're like head first and you're zipping oh. along that, that track. That I, mean, I won't do ever. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't either. Right? That's my luck. It wouldn't go so well. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's scary. But anyway, it's fascinating to watch. But yep. all right. So um, I bring this up because there's been this study by economists that say when a country uh, wins a lot of Olympic medals that that country's national stock market activity actually decreases. And that, I think that's so crazy. The overall returns are unaffected. The entire population, including investors, I guess, is just distracted by the sporting <laughs> events. I, I don't know. I might find that crazy. But any surprise there that the Olympic Games have have the power to slow down economic activity? Well, let me tell you what happened in my office. So we got big screen TVs in our conference rooms. We got big screen TVs back in the back where the where the team is. And it kind of flashes like numbers and who's coming in today and, and just goals for us to hit. Um, but the staff is like, hey, is it OK if we just switch that big screen TV to the Olympics and we can have it going in the background? And what we did is we agreed to that and we said, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do it. And then what we found is that we were kind of all standing around and hooting and hollering and, and cheering and we're like oh uh, guys maybe this is uh not not the good idea that we thought that it was so we kind of went back to being a little bit more focused but right. yeah i could i could see that you know the olympics are a really big deal and when the world's watching um everyone wants to be proud of their country and you know these athletes that have worked really hard and kind of have the bragging rights so i don't know I, I probably wouldn't surprise me i think the world's watching so people are focus more on the Olympics as opposed to other things. Right, right. I find it so funny that we all become an expert in whatever the event is. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't that person and do that, they right? they should have done it. Yeah, but it is, it's just fun. We all just kind of join in and yeah, we're involved yeah. in it. So when we look at the overall impact of the Olympics on the economy, general markets tend to like the Olympics, but then individual economies don't. And that's because, listen to this, the host cities and countries that actually, you know, put on the top-notch event, the long-term costs can be devastating. Yeah, Luann, that is actually crazy. I've heard that before, and I like to geek out on numbers. And, <laughs> you know, I've heard about why, and, and you look at things like where the Olympics are right now in, in Tokyo and just with the pandemic. So I start reading about things, and, and here's actually what I found um, 
recent Olympic host cities and the long-term fallouts that they had. Um, and sorry for those who are listening, I'm, I'm kind of recalling off memory, so I'm probably not 100% on point, <laughs> but it's, it's pretty, pretty close to what I, what I read. So for example, like Greece back in, in 2004, when they hosted it in Athens, um, many economists, they trace the beginning of the Greece current economic issues to the 2004 games. Isn't what? that crazy? To today, yeah. 2021? Yes. Oh yeah, God. yeah, yeah. And, and the reason why was because the total cost was an estimated like 15 billion or something like that, which was way, way over the budgeted amount. Huh. And, and things like that happened. Um, you know, if you go back to Canada, um, back in, it, I think it was the 1980, excuse me, 1976 games back in Montreal, um, they also had an economic decline, kind of just like, Greece, and again, because the estimated costs were three hundred and sixty million or somewhere around there, but get this: the final bill was somewhere around one point six billion. <gasps> three yeah. times more, practically. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> there's definitely a cost involved with that. Um, so, you know, the thing is, is, and, and I think, and I don't really remember what it was, but Britain um, hosting the 2012 games in London. Um, that actually was one of the positive examples for change. So it's not always negative, you know, because these these uh, cities and they they want to hold the Olympics, but if they all if it was always negative, I don't think anyone would would host the the Olympics. But London, for example, in in 2012, that was actually um, that was a positive change. So, and you know, I, I will say this: this is my personal opinion because I was a beneficiary of this. Uh, when they built the 1988 um, Winter Olympic venue um, park in Calgary, it was called it's called Canada Olympic Park, uh-huh. and and they still have the ski jump towers there, which Ooh. I doubt get I doubt they those get used very much. But oh. <laughs> right within the city limits of Calgary, there's a ski hill, and after school, high school. I would get my homework done and I'd go skiing and I'd go snowboarding and the lights would be on. I'd come home at 10 o'clock at night. So I was a beneficiary of it. And that Canada Olympic Park, that still exists and people love it. And that I bet was a positive impact on the city. You know what? I went to, I was in Germany, uh, I think it was the summer of 1980. And so I visited that Olympic Park in Munich and the the big Olympic pool that they had built was Uh open to the public. You know, it was awesome. So yep. that's you know, it's good if the cities can still use those structures. And it sounds like if, if you build something that you can't use anymore, that's ridiculous. That's just a waste of money. So real quick, I want to make sure everybody knows you are listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. So, Mike, what's the takeaway for the average baby boomer? You know, what financial planning lessons can we learn from the Olympics? <laughs> I think it's that everyone needs to go for the gold. <laughs> I love it. Go for the gold. Yes. No, I'm just uh, not not literally like to have a golden a retirement gold plan. Gold retirement but plan. Yeah. No. Well, here's here's what I would say is that for any person, even to any Olympic budgeting committee, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Okay. So, like I talked about a second ago with Montreal. They were budgeting um, about $360 million and it ended up costing them like $1.6 billion, right? right? If you plan for the worst and then you say, hey, we're going to plan for $1.6 billion and then the bill comes in at $800 million, then you're a happy camper, right? Yeah. So in retirement, we want to plan for the worst and hope for the best. I don't know if I'll need long-term care. I don't know if my wife will need it. You know, we have clients that are super healthy people 
And two, three years later, something happened um, with their health and they were on long-term care. And that, that's been crazy eye-opener for me is that watching someone who is in excellent health um, two, three years later need long-term care. So life has a way of throwing those curveballs at us plan for the worst and hope for the best. So maybe that's not a perfect analogy for the Olympics and the boomers. I'm trying to kind of mash that that idea together of what we can do, but you know, let's let's even just talk about one other idea that popped into my head is you have these Olympic athletes mm-hmm. that they don't just train for one year or two years before the Olympics and say, "Hey, I think the Olympics sounds like a good idea. I'm going to train one or two years <laughs> to get into the Olympics." These are people that over a long period of time have had that end goal in mind to make it to the Olympics and to do the best that they can. And nobody starts out an Olympian, uh, you know, uh, people have to start out right from the beginning. Everyone that went into the Olympic Games started out fumbling and, and not being exceptional at something. And that I think is just like us, you know, maybe we've made mistakes in our retirement plan Maybe we didn't save enough. That's okay. You just got to keep showing up and keep doing the best you can. And I think that the better, excuse me, the more you do, the better you're going to get. So that's probably what I think the average boomer could learn um, from the Olympics. Right. Just keep showing up, do the best you can and uh, and have a plan, have a strategy. Because I'll tell you, every Olympian, they train and they have a strategy and a plan. It's not just, let's hope it, that it works out. So let's talk about how you create that plan so people don't end up being over budget Mm -hmm. like some of these Olympic cities. Tell us about that, please, in detail. Yep. So the True Path Retirement Plan begins with the end in mind. So anytime that you're going to make that destination, you want to say, all right, what's it going to take to get to that destination? The scary thing that we've seen lately is that there's been a lot of people that have come into the office with financial plans that have financial plans that end way too early. They're ending at age 85. And I don't know why the advisors were picking 85. Social Security has now recently bumped up the average life expectancy for a married couple to 87. So I think that that's a scary thing because what happens if you get to that point in life where you say, oh my gosh, I'm still living, but my money is dwindling really fast. The True Path Retirement Plan reverse engineers from age 100 backwards. And while we can't with uh, 100% certainty know if you'll need things like long-term care or if taxes are going to go up or what inflation is going to do to your retirement planning, you can build guidelines and rails in. And that's exactly what that true path does is it makes those adjustments, you know, as we get a little bit off, then we do a little bit of a course correction. And then if we get a little bit off in a different area, we do a course correction, but it's ongoing maintenance to make sure that you have a great plan. And going back to the Olympic athletes, they have plans too. And they say, hey, you know, if I'm overtraining or if I need to step up my game, there are course corrections that need to happen so that you can have the best plan possible or for those Olympic athletes that they can go for the gold. Hey, the Olympics are a fun distraction, I think, for everyone in the world. But, you know, now it's time to get back into reality. If you got questions about your retirement plan, give us a call at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. And Luann, I always have so much fun doing these shows and I know you do too. Do they're too. really, yeah, they're, they're fun to talk about. So you've been listening to me, Mike Stevens on Retire Utah Radio. We're going to be back next week answering your questions, having some more fun. And I thank you so much for listening today. If you got questions, reach out to us. We're here for you. We want you to have the retirement that you've always dreamed. 
Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.